Yo, 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 yo! Welcome to episode two of We're Not That Drunk Fantasy Football Podcast. Got a big one for you today. Uh, so we've got uh, an interview with uh, league member Joel J. Bones Jubron Bronstein, uh, who's got the first pick in this year's draft. We'll do a little uh, keeper grades, keeper reviews, and a little draft preview. Getting ready for uh, the big day, August 21st. Hope y'all enjoy. Peace! This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Bidet All Day, the world's first portable bidet system. Just use the provided stylish, convenient carrying pouch to bring into any public restroom. Screw in the CO2 cartridge, hang on the back hook, and spray away. Then when finished, clean and stow away. That's Bidet All Day. And now an interview with your rapper's favorite rapper, Joel Jubron Bronstein. Joel. Zach Hallstrom, the commish. How you doing? Jay Bones. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, excited for this little podcast session. In awesome, our... man. Yeah. Are you honored to be the second guest on uh, our inaugural podcast year? I- I am. I think it makes a lot of sense that the guy who always has the best keepers is on for the keeper podcast. Hey, you know, that's a good point. And we'll say I planned that for sure. Uh, Well well uh, planned. Well planned. (laughs) Well, welcome on. Yeah. So today we'll do a little uh, keeper preview. But, you know, first, just kind of want to talk about talk about you, Joel. You got the first pick coming up this year. Um, any kind of overall strategies you you got, you know, don't want you to tip your hand too much, but you know, um, what are you thinking? I, I mean, I'll be honest. I think I'm going CMC. I've never really had a great fantasy player with our hometown Panthers. Um, he seems to be the consensus one pick and CMC and Alvin Kamara together. Just, it seems unbeatable. I'll be honest. Whoa, breaking news here. You know, alert the presses. We've got, you know, a little sneak into the draft on Saturday. So you're picking CMC number one. Um, Pending a last second change. That's where I'm going. Yeah, I don't know what could really change. You know, that's kind of a no brainer there. But yeah, I mean, stacking him with uh, Camara, that is uh, that is tasty. Yeah, and I'm liking it. It's setting up that then, uh, you know, probably my second, third round picks can be top receivers. You know, D Hop or Metcalf will probably fall to that level. Okay. Um, so okay. yeah, I'm I'm liking I'm liking the setup here. That is pretty nice that you can afford to to go receiver there on the turn coming back to you. Exactly. So I'm feeling like this will set you up. I I don't want to knock you down a peg here, but so I looked kind of last season. You were <laughs> six and four after week ten. I don't know if you remember Joel. And I, I remember vividly. Four straight losses headed into the playoffs to finish with a losing record. I, I think it. I think it corresponded pretty tightly with uh, when Dak Prescott went out. I'm pretty sure. 
what I think he was out week three or something, Joel. I don't think you can blame him on this one, but it was some other injury. <laughs> so, somebody got hurt. Yeah. So, I mean, are you thinking this keeper is kind of finally what's going to turn it around? Cause I was looking back at Ryan's, uh, you know, famous overall boner rankings from last year, you finished fourth there second in points four, but um, you know, some recent struggles there making the playoffs. Um, I believe to quote Ryan, you're the James Harden of our league. <laughs> so are you feeling like kind of putting CMC Camara? Are you now the Brooklyn Nets heading in to win a championship with? I mean, I think that that's a fair analogy. I definitely have the best beard in the league. So hey, yeah, I, I okay. see where that derives from. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like this is the year, you know, I made this trade with Ryan uh, I guess it was two years ago now with right. the entire point being to keep Alvin Kamara for two seasons. Um, and so, you know, last year didn't quite go as scheduled, had some, some tough hits like, like everyone in, you know, fantasy football, but it was either last year, or this year was going to be my year with this keeper strategy. And so I think now having the one pick, I think I won the consolation bracket. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in great shape. I It could be an undefeated season. I'm throwing it out whoa, there. Whoa, whoa. Let's not make any any big, bold claims there. I don't know. I mean, I'll, we'll ask you for your bold uh, predictions here at the end. But that's Okay, a, okay. That's I'll, I'll save it. Crazy. Yeah, so, I mean, it would definitely be a turnaround. So, you've kind of been middle of the pack lately, Joel. So, you had a, a an epic battle with john there in 2014 you finished just just shy in second place I, i'm pretty sure i lost that championship game by a point on the last play if i recall yeah i do remember that it was super close probably the closest one we've had and then since then joel you have struggled to make the playoffs you're averaging a finish of like five and a half right middle of the pack for the last six years so what are you going to do different this year well zach you know how to cut to my core <laughs> um i'll say that boy I'm, you didn't know this was a hardball interview coming dude this, i am in the you? hot seat um <laughs> you know i i think that the strategy really just comes down to circumstance and having made this long-term play with with the keeper with ak yeah. you know now having the one pick with you know i'd say what probably is pretty much consensus the number one pick in the draft with cmc um you know, the strategy is just don't do anything stupid, like, you know, eating an edible before the draft or, sure. you know, as long as I don't hang out with Alex right before the draft, I think I'll be in great shape. Yeah. Yeah. D yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, it has provided a nice, you know, reason for you lately. So <laughs> if you have any in your back pocket, just in case things don't work out, you know? Um, well, you know, this whole weekend hasn't played out as planned with our fantasy draft. Um, aside from the relocation to Asheville, String Cheese just canceled or rescheduled their concert. Yeah, I saw that. That's a Co bummer. Collins no longer coming. Uh, oh. The river's too high to tube down. Um, oh. So, you know, I think there's a lot of things that could throw me okay. off. But but Dude. this year, it's just focus. Focus and determination well, are the you, operative you've got, words. You've got a few in the back pocket if things don't work out. So I, Exactly. Exactly. Jar stubbed <laughs> his toe on Tuesday like a lot went on. Oh jeez. Man, the world's crumbling apart. <laughs> well, uh well, hey, without, you know, without further ado, let's get into the keepers then. We've already definitely discussed Alvin Kamara. Next, I'll just kind of run through them and yeah. can talk about them. So then we've got Johnny Boy, he He's keeping Deontay Johnson in the ninth round. 
you got your boy right here, the commissioner, keeping Justin Jefferson in the tenth. Uh, Milliger, Tyler Lockett in the fourth. Timbo, Stephon Diggs in the fourth. We got Dido keeping his trusty tight end, Mark Andrews, in the ninth <laughs> round. Yeah, we can talk about that one. Uh, <laughs> Billy, he's got C.D. Lamb in the seventh. I like that one. And then, uh, you know, the controversial one here, J.R. switching it up, going Travis Kelsey in the second. Then we got Ryan Antonio Gibson in the eighth. And Darren Waller is uh, Collins' keeper in the ninth round there. Any that are jumping out to you there, Joel, that you want to hit on? So I think in, in um, you know, a little preface from our, our text conversation before, like there's always the, the competing strategies of is the goal to get the absolute best value? Like mm-hmm. how many rounds back are you saving um, versus like, you know, do you just want your guy? So like JR, for example, I thought it was bold keeping Kelsey with the second round, which is, you know, give or take probably late first, second is where he's going mm-hmm. versus like, I thought Daryl Henderson is a, 13th round keeper would actually be, you know, extremely good value for a guy that I imagine is probably, you know, somewhere rounds four to five or so. Um, so it race, keep, keep it there. Um, <laughs> got, got a little background noise. Are you not in your studio? Um, in, in terms of what is popping out at me, I, I mean, Colin's pick with uh, Darren Waller, I think is great value. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the first tight end off the board i would imagine him or or behind kelsey um so i really like the value out of that i actually even though it's not crazy value pick i really like ian uh the digs keeper um digs was so good last year for sure so good and josh allen and him just you know building chemistry and josh allen will probably continue to break out um so very high on the digs keeper um, CD Lamb, I liked. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I actually like a lot. I, you know, I know there's a little injury hey. scare, but hey. but that's uh that's great value. I mean, that's For a sure. guy that's you know probably going in in top ten of wide receivers for a tenth round is is great. Yeah, I don't know how I were was so bad last year with finding him late in the draft or on the waiver wire. I don't, but we don't need to go into that. It takes a special, special kind of lineup tinkering to fuck that up. (laughs) For sure. Um, On that note, I, I did pop in my uh, super secret keeper value formula here, um, which is uh, taking the ADP that's average draft position to, uh, to Dido there is what uh, the industry calls it. So I took that and then the round they were kept and, you know, simple subtraction there. So, Right at the top, we've got your your score with Camara. You know, eleventh round, his ADP's top five pick. So you've got the best there. The worst comes in. So Alex with Tyler Lockett in the fourth, his ADP's like sixth round. So he's actually keeping him ahead of his draft value, according to this. Yeah, I, I didn't like. I, I'll say the Lockett pick and the Mark Andrews pick. I am not uh, super high on. Yeah, those are about the lowest there. Deontay Johnson was like sixth round, so John's not getting too much value there. And then again, to your point, like, is it is it about the biggest number here, or, or is it about, you know, the player? Or the top rounds obviously are weighted higher. So Kelsey, kind of a net of zero there right. being kept in the second round. But, yeah, so the top is you, and then next is Justin Jefferson. As you said, he's got a difference of seven there. And then the next two, Antonio Gibson and Waller coming in there to kind of round it out, which 
Oh yeah, I Antonio Gibson. I, I like that a lot for eighth round too. Yeah, for sure. He's he's going to be solid. It kind of affords Ryan some flexibility at the back end of the draft there to to get get silly if he wants to. Yeah, and you know, I will say, I think Billy, like CD Lamb, I think the keeper makes sense. I'm I'm a little scared of just the Cowboys this year. Just Ooh. they're always they're in an awful division, but like it, with Dak last year, they were great. But I feel like coming off the injury, not knowing exactly what he's going to look like. Um, I mean, if, if Dak gets hurt or sits a game or two, like they looked awful without him. Um, so I'm a little scared of Cowboys players this year. Yeah. So asking for a friend, if you had the third pick this year, are you going Zeke there or are you pivoting it away then? Um, so third pick, I, so I just assuming I go CMC and then John's at two, I imagine is taking Dalvin cook. Probably. Yeah, that's what I'm figuring. Um, personally, I would probably go Derrick Henry. Okay, interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm high on Titans this year. I think adding Julio just gives them that many more weapons. Um, yeah. Ryan Tannehill was actually low-key one of the best uh, fantasy QBs. I mean, there's going to be some regression on, I think he had like five or six rushing TDs. But I still think a lot of the Titans players are due for big years. Okay, okay. Well, I'll let my friend know to, to get on that. So to round out this kind of keeper review, let's both give our kind of uh, you know, middle finger award to the worst keeper we think, and then our uh, thumb up the butt for the best keeper. So my thumb is currently in my own asshole. Yeah. Um, that's for just sure. done. And, you know, I, I want to pick on Dido here, but I, I got to say, Alex's pick, like moving up rounds to get a guy that's not even their, you know, wide receiver one this year, that that's just middle finger straight in his bum. Yeah. I'm going to join you both with my thumb up your ass and middle finger at Alex. So I can feel we, it. And it feels great. <laughs> we'll agree on that. Um, well, there you have it, folks. Those are the keepers. They are uploaded on the sleeper there. If you want to log in, you can like look at the draft board and see where it kind of shakes out. It gives you a good visual there. Um, so with that, Joel, you got, any bold predictions for the season besides an undefeated record for yourself? So I, I think I'm running the table and wow. taking it straight, not even into the playoffs. I'm talking stem to stern. Don't think I'm losing this year. Holy cow. Um, I tried, you can ask Ridge. I tried the humility style over the last season. Um, it just didn't <laughs> work for me. It's not my style. Mine is overconfidence, cocky as can be. I need to go back to that. Um, okay. okay. So that's one bold prediction. I will also predict that JR makes another moronic trade mm. and changes that team's season by at least three to four wins, similar to what he did for Colin last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, most likely candidates for trade rape, obviously Ridge is always just lurking with roofies ready to go. Um, you know, the thing about Ryan is he offers these trades and sometimes if people say yes, they'd backfire on him, but people are a little weary. He's he's you can catch him sometimes. That's the thing about Ryan. Well, it's because, you know, the algorithms don't always work. But I think we're all a little scared of the guy with 18 screens up that's calculated every angle yeah. and throw for the season. Yeah. Um, Sometimes the algorithms, you're right, can't predict the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, so that would be there. my second bold prediction. And then lastly, I'm going to predict that Dido makes the playoffs this year. Okay. Wow. Despite think- the not great keeper. Yeah, yeah. Mark Andrews may be a solid stud this year. We'll, we, we'll, we'll see. But we'll yeah, see. He actually finished in the top top 
half-ish of the league last year. I I don't have it in front of me, but yeah, he's 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 doing all right. Okay, he's, that is bold he, though. It's been a couple years for him, probably. Yeah, I mean that's probably more of a bold prediction than me going undefeated all the yeah, way. But yeah, you might be onto that. Yeah. <laughs> How about you got any bold predictions for a draft weekend? Obviously, things aren't shaking out, but anything you see, you know. Um, so I'll make the prediction that Billy either sleeps with an 80-plus-year-old man or sexually assaults a woman. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll start there. Not, I mean, that's kind of bold, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, he's calmed down in, in these years. So, okay. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean I- – we, we don't need to get in the stories. I think we all remember Billy uh, Chicago circa 2019 draft. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going through. I think I, I was looking at like my Google Photos videos and I and I flipped by one of him standing on the table in that Chinese restaurant, <laughs> just like zoning out into space, standing there by himself. <laughs> that's, that sounds exactly right. <laughs> um, and then I will also predict that John Pearson throws up at some point this weekend. Oh yeah, that's definitely. Although I don't think that's really bold. That's just sort of. That's just gonna happen. Yeah, that's like saying the sun's gonna rise tomorrow. Well, I'm uh, super bummed. I'm not gonna make it. I feel very lame. But uh, I I hope I can get some videos or pictures of John throwing up in there, and that it's a it's a great time. And for sure, Uh, real quick, you have any bold predictions for the draft weekend? What are mine? Yeah. I think that you guys do try to get on the water despite the record-setting rains and <laughs> lose some sort of flotation devices and end up stranded somewhere really wet and cold. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay. Again, yeah. I'm not sure that's that bold. Once we're drinking, that seems like pretty predictable. But <laughs> Yeah, and speaking of John, I just wanted to get your thoughts on why he sucks so much being the sacco. I first want to preface it with this, so – I reached out to him to kind of give him the chance to set his record straight for being the Sacco, you know, after Colin called him out and things and, yep. and, and to get an update on the thong song. And so here's what he sends back. Hey man, I really do want to set the record straight about last year. Not sure if I have time in the skid before the draft though, still got to do the shoot and have people visiting and whatnot. So I'm going to have to pass on this one. Like what the fuck is that? Uh, so first of all, great. I mean, you sounded exactly like John. Um, <laughs> Thank you. To a I've been working on that. Thanks. Um, yeah, no, spot on. Um, you know, I, I think the, the, the proof is in the pudding. I think John's commitment to the league has waned. I think he's focused on, like, helping people get healthy and saving the community. It's so lame. Yeah, um, his priorities have gotten completely – now he, like, cares about his daughter more than his team – um, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I think it's it's a matter of focus for for a guy that's you know pretty smart. Um, I think it's a focus thing, and you know, I wouldn't be shocked if this year he hands the reins over partially to Julia, who will probably take oh. him to greater heights. Oh, that would be I would be way more intimidated if he gave team control to Julia. It, sure. Exactly, it's sort of like Jenny in the league. It's just you're you're upgrading the the owner. Right. Well, I, we might have to add some rule provisions about that. That kind of worries me a little bit. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. They're really uh, piercing the veil. Am I right? <laughs> oh, yay. Well, um, I was excited to see, speaking of John, he teased the league about this thong song unveiling. So 
we definitely need that to be distributed. There can't be any just like local showing of this. So no, we will definitely make sure we get we're, we're yeah. ready early. It's all okay. set up so that we can all have you know the tissues and lube ready to go for it. Oh, I can't wait. I know it's going to be a good one. Well, uh, Joel, I appreciate your time, my man. I can hear you know dinner is almost ready in the yep. background there, so you better get get to that. But I appreciate you hopping on, man, and we'll. Uh, We'll see you on Saturday, picking CMC. Absolutely, Zach. Pleasure as always, and uh, great work with with the uh, with the podcast and keeping the you know the spice in the league with the spice. All right, bud. We'll see you. All right, spicy later. <laughs> All right, y'all, that was episode two. We'll see y'all at the draft. That's Saturday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. We'll do it on the sleeper. Make sure you log into that. It makes the uh, draft go by. And uh, definitely need to see that thong song distributed and live right before the draft. John, you can't get out of that. That's bull. So see y'all then. Peace. An old school tie with the touch of the passable Old school fly Saying hip-hop's dead is an old school lie The old school script we live the new school by Now where would be woods without a written script? Where would be the Beatles if they never had trips? See nothing can form without a prior inspiration Try imagining our nation with no independent declaration Every move you make could never have taken place If an earlier spirit hadn't held you in its grace Too often people forget the highs that help them stand They think the only ones who put their fate in their hand With a stoic success, the one a complete failure it's only short clips like watching a movie trailer Each action, each thought is part of a bigger scheme Don't forget, nothing exists unless it once was a dream The past always haunts those who forget Before CDs and MP3s, it was a cassette Before the plant grew, there had to be a seed Before minds ever expanded, there had to be weed So hold your memories close and respect your elders Two pieces can never connect unless they're all welders Two pieces can never connect unless they're all welders Sport an old school tie with the touch of the passable old school fly. Saying hip hop's dead is an old school lie. The old school script we live the new school by. Two new cats sport an old school tie with the touch of the passable old school fly. Saying hip hop's dead is an old school lie. The old school script we live the new school by. Not the old school toll rules we shall obey Cause what happens today is a relay What's done is done, no more begun Just a second one to a rising sun And I'll gladly start a staircase down And wait my turn to place the crown Full circle, this world's a cycle Where would LeBron be without Michael? And where would I be without those before? To pave the way for me to slay and soar It seems to me, I'm starting a tour I'm in the guest lobby waiting for more Not discrediting what's set in stone but I couldn't find a dime with no Al Capone and flows alone couldn't accomplish nada no magician here appearing there tada no father has ever brought a son or daughter without a grandmaster or is a grandfather and no crook gets shook without Alibaba cause these 40 thieves will be out of out of these past cats who don't rap eventually not sentimentally but missing a mystery just mentally on a caliber of infinity and every minute we grow exponentially till we're on top looking down at the populace screaming to the heads pop, nobody's stopping us. Nobody's stopping us. Nobody's stopping us.